All right, here we go. The podcast with Pastor Cass. Necessary conversations. What up, though? Watson, what's going on, my good brother? You all right? Yes, sir. What's up? What's up, man? How we doing? Man, I'm great. How about yourself? Hey, doing the same. It's a wonderful day here to be February in Michigan. Tis indeed, man. I Sun cracked my windows a little bit. Oh, man. I might do it a little bit later, but I was just enjoying bacon without the actual <laughs> heat on. <laughs> it's good. It's good, man. Hey, well, folks, real quick, just want to send a big thank you as uh, we had a recent push as far as uh, our likes and our five star ratings on iTunes. They really jumped up uh, recently, guys. So whoever was out there doing fresh and new reviews, thank you. Thank you. Uh, some people have been sharing in places we could not have imagined. And we're happy to be hearing some of the reviews yeah. and feedback from random places. But that's what this is for. So thank you, guys. And keep it up. Keep it up. So, Doe. I got an interesting one for you here today. All right. All right. Um, was sitting uh, in the car, randomly, and the playlist was just going. So it was just random stuff. Mm-hmm. And a particular song came up, uh, a country song. Yes, okay. I listened to a little bit of country here and there. Mm, um, that's strange, but yes. Yeah, you know, we'll have that conversation off, off the record. <laughs> <laughs> but this one song just took me to a certain spot because it ties to an event in my life where it was just like man had me kind of feeling a certain way mm-hmm. and uh it got me to thinking because even though it was like oh feeling that way it still like i cranked it up and was singing mm-hmm. with the song and it got me to thinking like man why do we embellish into it and like pain so much as people and like when you talk about like liking pain it's like who likes pain mm-hmm. but we do like this song, I really enjoy listening to it because I would delete it off my phone if I didn't like it. And like I say, when I hear it, it takes me to this particular set of time in my life where it was not a good day. Mm-hmm. But it just does something to listen to this song. So, you know, I would like to ask that question and pose that for our conversation here of embracing the pain. And why do we like pain? Or do you really believe if we do like pain? Well, I mean, well, country music, the blues is an entire genre mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in and of itself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You know, and I'm. I, it's funny, you know, um, that I am. I, I'm a fan of the blues. You know, I like sad music. So yeah. evidently, there is something about us that loves to indulge. Yeah. See, I in didn't want to go too hard on that, but I'm a big blues guy too, mm-hmm. like Stevie Ray Vaughan and guys of that nature, and obviously BB King, whatever. But so, do you have any thoughts around as to what that causes in that? And like, is this something that comes from natural human psychology, maybe our physiological natures, or even further, our fallen nature is the sin of Adam seed? Well, I think well, uh, pain is a pain pain in general. So I think we could talk about just mm-hmm. like we could start broad with the whole idea of like why does the genre of blues and country music exist? And then we can yeah. talk about the implications of that. We can move pretty quick, but um I think the blues and and sad music in yeah. general, you know, like there's always sad music. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, this is for my homies in that gangster. <laughs> you know, every every yeah, yeah, genre yeah. has their every genre. sad music that you yep. listen to on repeat over and over again. I think a couple of things is um, number one, it's relatable, right? It's not. Uh-huh. I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. And sometimes songs like that give voice to emotions and feelings that we may not be able to articulate well. Uh, right. Uh-huh. That is one of the gift of songwriters mm-hmm. is to articulate things. Yeah. Even our happiness. 
our joy, our love, right? Yeah. A love song articulates your feelings right. toward your spouse that you necessarily couldn't write as well. And they're like, man, yeah. they said it better than I could say it. Yeah, you just put that track on. Exactly. Here you go, baby girl. Exactly. <laughs> and, and sad songs, blues are very much the same way. They can okay. articulate your pain in Break such up a way. Songs. Breakup songs, right? All of it. They can articulate it in a way that you couldn't, but it, it's it's yours, uh-huh. your pain, mm-hmm. but somebody's articulating it where you're like, yes, that describes where I was or yeah, you know, yeah. where I am, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And there's something cathartic about being able to express what's inside. Uh, and I okay. think that, that that is one aspect of it. It is cathartic to have somebody finally say, yes, that's exactly how I'm feeling say it again yeah say it again uh-huh. it also tells you you're not the only one that's ever felt that way right you're not right. the only person that's ever felt like their heart has been broken into a million pieces and stomped on and yeah it's, it's so it 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 puts it into that context as well i'm not the only one yeah um yeah. but here's the interesting thing about pain and breakup is it doesn't just signal and a lot of one of the reasons why we um go back to that place right mm-hmm. is it doesn't just signal the bad of the moment it also signals the good okay because uh, pain pain signals has it it points in both directions uh-huh it points to the bad and it points to the good okay because the only reason your heart was that broken mm-hmm. is because something was that good you know what sure. i mean like you don't yeah. you, you don't somebody that you didn't like that much doesn't break your heart <laughs> you know what i mean right, right you don't right. somebody that you just ah, she's all right doesn't break your heart yep but someone that you had either a passionate engagement with, a deep bond with, yeah. and that like so inherently, mm. those songs and those moments they mm-hmm. don't just point to the bad; they also point to the good, to the mm-hmm. deep connection, the deep bond that was there at the time, and you almost get to relive that deep bond when you're reliving the pain mm. as well. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, that that's a good answer to the blues. And before we go to maybe some of the other stuff, I want to stick to just that kind of that vibe and feel. Because, like, you've talked about this show a lot. Uh, this is Us. I've talked about it. I have not watched it. Oh, you okay. You haven't. My okay. wife is an ardent watcher ah, of This okay. Is Us. I got you. So I that's you. why I may have mentioned it. Yeah. Because she watches it. Like, I think it comes on on Tuesdays. So she's like, boy, you better yeah. teach on this Tuesday because I'm skipping and I'm going to be late. She DVRs and I'm going to be late to watching This Is Us to yeah. be in Bible class. So, brother, you better get busy because yeah. otherwise I would tune in to This Is Us. Right. Because everybody to a person says how good the show is, but it seems to be a very sad They're show. They're always crying. Yeah. Everybody watching it is always crying. I'm like, I love it. I don't want to watch something that's going to make me cry. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you find like that doing things like this is uh could be potentially even dangerous? Like shows, movies, because like, okay, I got you on the music part to like identifying with things you cannot say. Mm-hmm. But movie and f- TV is a little bit different because it's a telling a story. Mm-hmm. And unless it's one of those, I went through that same thing. You know, what's the connection to that? I th- I think I think. I think it all, of course, everything, whether it's overdone, mm-hmm. you know, or too much of anything can can be dangerous. And I think mm-hmm. that that's something that we have to be uh, very careful of with everything, mm-hmm. you know, is, is overindulging it. And I think I think overindulging in dark things, because I think that's the real concern. That's exactly where that I'm hearing, kind of going. you know, yeah. dark things. And I don't take this as us as being a dark, you know, display. <laughs> yeah. It is. I think what's emotional about it is because they do what I was talking about before. They mm-hmm. they 
portray these deep family bonds. Okay. And then they show how having deep family bonds and mm. relational bonds can also be painful. Mm. They're both deep and loving, but mm-hmm. if on the other side of that is going to always be pain. And I don't think you can depict real relationships well without, because you know, the people close to you are the only people that can break your heart. The people close to you are the only one that can disappoint you that much. Like mm-hmm. normally I tell people when you're very disappointed by somebody, that just means you cared a lot about them. You expected a lot out of them. Yeah. People you don't care about much or don't expect much from. Yeah. You know, so I think overindulging in pain and darkness without the other redemptive part of that pain mm-hmm. is when it can be dangerous. And I, you know, I think that's what we have to be careful of is teaching people that 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 pain and darkness is all that there is, that it doesn't signal to something else. Yeah. OK. So and again, I just kind of want to stay on that train because that's kind of where I want to go. with. Mm-hmm. Where do you find that line? Because like you say, it, it's not quite darkness when you talk about this is us mm-hmm. but it, it the slippery slope of it and the the feeling of oh that was that that was a good little bit of pain then it goes further and further to where like you know in this society time right now where statistically at least depression suicide we've done podcasts yeah. on, are that much higher do you feel like this could be one of those this is some symptom or trait that can further that not not necessarily well maybe not necessarily this is us but a gateway drug of to those things. I don't, I don't know if I don't I don't know if a show like This Is Us is 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 a good uh-huh. uh, context. And I know I we're think, picking on the poor show. I've never even seen. Yeah, but no, just, I think know. I I would I would I would point to something more like a you know Marilyn Manson, mm-hmm. you know yeah. that kind of dark, okay, gothic. You're saying okay, that's what you're, because yeah, yeah. again emotional shows whether it's the hallmark channel and things of that nature that <laughs> yeah always make people cry you know right um uh they all they do that by playing on mm-hmm. both sides of pain and i'll mm-hmm. get into that in a second that that their pain points in both directions it points to the bad and to the good mm-hmm. but when you get into some of that gothic okay dark music and movies that do not show the redemptive nature or the other side of pain okay because pain is always pointing to something good and i'll get to that in a second so i think that's when you have to be careful is when you overindulge in the negative side of it it's it's an old phrase that people uh that preachers use Mm -hmm. that uh, uh you preach jesus and if you preach him in the grave you can't put the mic down without getting him out of the grave you know what i mean like you can't end your message until you get jesus out that grave now he went in Mm -hmm. and if you spend an hour you can't spend an hour putting jesus in the grave and they beat him and you know and they (laughs) plucked his beard out and then never say but he got up right right you know like you always have to and i think if you overindulge in that and don't get jesus out of the grave to stick with the analogy that's when you can potentially because we live in such a time that's filled with so much pain Mm -hmm. in the real world yeah. And I think the key is this is un, a lot of unresolved pain, a lot of unprocessed or poorly processed pain. Yeah. That when you when you pour more darkness on top of that, you could send people mm-hmm. into some very dark places. And I think um, there are certain types of entertainment that do that. They traffic only in the darkness. Yes. And that was kind of my question with the danger in it, that there is a uh, financial motivation to mm-hmm. push and push that so yeah okay. because okay. we have because we also have a propensity um you know because some people 
if you can't change something, we have this human ability to not just adapt. You can make this this decision that I like it. Ah, oh, man, you you, uh, you know, yeah, and I yeah. think that that's what's dangerous. I remember being a young fella in in, in, in Tupac in our day. Yeah, I yeah. think what was and it's and it's and it's it's hurtful as an adult to go back and listen to it because it was when they say men do not express their emotions and don't ask for help. Pac was such. Mm-hmm. He was not. That was not the case. Like he was <laughs> crying out for help. Yeah, he was. He was wearing his emotions on his sleeve. Yeah, but there would be times where he would talk about it, the darkness, in such a way mm-hmm. as to make people almost revel in the darkness. Yeah, revel in the fact that nobody loved me, and I come from the dark side, and I can kill and steal yeah. because of it. And you can, and some people can, not only not necessarily learn to like it, but they can form an identity. Yeah. And a shield mm-hmm. for themselves based upon that pain, you know, Bane and Batman almost, you know, I was yeah. I was born in the dark. <laughs> you <laughs> know what I mean? Well said. You know, like is yeah. you know, yeah. and I think that, that Bane is almost a he's like they wrote that in the movie really well yeah. of how some of us use pain yes. to create and develop these right. personas. So that that's a perfect segue into my next question, um, which also I just want to say you stole my word. I was going to use propensity, but you get you I stole it. My yeah, bad. Yeah, I could you, use some you, other ones. I know you've got such a large vocabulary. Don't come down to my level. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to kind of talk about how people become adapted to these situations mm-hmm. and like, I don't want to say embellish and love the pain, but just it's just it's the pain. Like and that does that kind of go into. Like how like people will stay in, and I'm going to use one of these millennial phrases, toxic relationships, where people stay in really bad relationships, whether it be with like a mate or with family members mm-hmm. and friends, yeah. where it's a toxic, there it is again, relationship. Mm-hmm. Is that all tied to this pain thing as well? or Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Um, so, again, there's a lot of reasons. Some people like the story of being down. You know, it, uh, it, we live in a time where everybody got to act like they had the worst childhood growing up and uh-huh. everybody said I couldn't, wouldn't make it. And yeah. my mom and my dad, like, it, it's almost like this badge of honor to have a bad story. Right. You know, and people don't want to say I had two loving parents that supported me and everything that I did, believed <laughs> in me. You know, it's almost like a badge of honor to say, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I came from a painful, dark place and I made it. And I think that that's one of the things. Is because we almost like celebrate, you know, mm-hmm. that we we have a tendency, and I get it, to 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 celebrate people that came from those dark places as opposed to like, well, yeah. you came from a good home, you should have made it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's viewed as a negative. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when people haven't been exposed enough to healthy love and relationships, mm-hmm. that friction is the only way that they can feel. Mm. You right, know, that right. pain says tells them something is here. That yeah. pain says they do love me. That's why if somebody's raised in an abusive home, a yeah. lot of times they seek out abusive partners because yes. that's how they translate love. Like you love me, that's why you you care so much, care enough to yell at me and hit me. So mm-hmm. it's it's how they feel the emotion and they can translate it as love because yeah. they haven't been exposed right. to right. healthy. So it's like that's how I know. We matter this 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 arguing and this fighting and this bickering and sometimes even physical. Right, that's how right, you're right. showing me you care. And it's yes. it's not 
it's not having been exposed to healthy okay. is a lot of times when that happens. Yeah. Um, not having the confidence in who they are mm-hmm. to choose something different than the scenario they're in. That that's a, that's a whole other conversation that yeah. we don't have time for. <laughs> I today. was going to say, yeah, we're going to have to do the uh, relationship episode part two. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Really good. Really good. So how do we find just to kind of segue and I'm going to set you up for your uh, crescendo. Um, <laughs> in the- I don't know if I have a crescendo, but <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, no, but if there is there a healthy way to balance this like wallowing in the mud getting a little bit of sorrow but still chasing after the joy and finding that healthy balance naturally spiritually however you want to you know yeah pain no so so pain is important okay and just as as dangerous as it is for people that you know spend too much time wallowing in it is just as dangerous for people that don't spend enough time with it mm. You know, because there are some people, if something was painful or hurtful, they will ignore it, Mm -hmm. move on and try to move on as quickly as possible. Absolutely. In order to not have to deal with and sit with that pain. And that's just as bad. Mm. Um, And healthy understanding of what pain is for is how you engage with it appropriately. Yeah. And 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 we live in a culture that doesn't process pain healthy. It numbs pain. It manages pain, but Mm. it doesn't necessarily process pain. Oh. So and, and I mean that in a literal and yeah, a figurative yeah. sense. So literally, you'll be sick and we'll give you medicine that manages the pain that does, but doesn't necessarily heal what is broken. Right, right. Tylenol doesn't heal things. Yeah. It just manages pain. So we live in a Tylenol scenario where mm. you manage, where you either drink, do drugs, yeah. medicate, you know, jump from Somewhere. relationship to relationship yeah. to, you know sexual partner after sexual partner to manage and numb the pain yeah. without using the pain to pinpoint what is broken yeah. and what needs to be fixed. Cause that is one valuable reason for pain is it tells yeah. you number one, something is wrong. Right. And if you sit with it and pay attention to it closely enough, it will help you pinpoint and identify exactly what is wrong or at least the area that needs repair. Yeah. So if you don't sit with it, and know that, that it, it, it's not, pain isn't something in and of itself. Pain is only an indicator of something deeper. Oh, pain uh-huh, doesn't just uh-huh. exist on its own. It's always pointing somewhere. Right, right. And right. if you don't use it as such, mm. and you only manage it, or you learn to love it as opposed to look to where it points, right, right. you're going to be in trouble. And I think that that's in our current moment in how much we're glorifying and I, and, and, I don't want to get in no trouble, but this whole movement of of self care, while I think it's important, yeah, man, is dangerous. Okay. It can be dangerous too, because a lot of people put their heads in the sand and ignore fixing what's broken in the name of self care. Uh-huh. They're they're like, I'm not gonna answer these phone calls. I'm not gonna go around these people. I'm yeah. not gonna deal with this in the name of quote unquote self care. Right. And that self care sounds really good and noble you don't take care of yourself who else will exactly but in a lot of instances it's avoiding fixing and dealing with what's broken Ooh. and it's 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 like an honorable way to say i'm sticking my head in the sand but that's another story yeah that's another story because our time is flying quick but um yeah yeah and and then also the the drinking drugs you know even like man and it's deep because black people are getting back into a drug culture that when you and I were young, Justin didn't right. exist. 
black people smoked weed and drank Hennessy dark liquor. That's like it. that was it. We yep. we we Crown Royal. Yeah, because purple bag. Exactly because we we Sorry. we were raised by crack generation. So if you did drugs, you would be a crackhead, and right, we weren't going right. to be crackheads. Like it's not happening. No. So. You know, never saw weed make somebody a crackhead, so we'll smoke a joint, but we ain't doing nothing else, man, because right, you don't right. want to be a crackhead. But now, in the music, is Molly per- popping perks and Zans and yeah, and, and, yeah. and 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 uh, 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 drink, you know, and all yeah. of that, these yeah, sorts yeah, of yeah, things. Yeah. And a lot of this is medicating pain, but it's not using pain mm-hmm. to for what it's actually for, and that's yeah. assessing what's broken, what's right, wrong, right. and what needs to be corrected. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So... I mean, and I don't want to keep digging into this pain further and further, but there was another example of kind of something I had put in my notes that I wanted to talk about where, and I, I'm hoping maybe you can turn a spiritual point to this. Cause mm-hmm. I think in my opinion, I haven't studied all of this stuff enough to say scientifically, whatever, but one of the worst examples of somebody using pain as a number or like chasing pain, like are people who cut themselves, mm-hmm. you know, that's like a real thing where people, yeah cut themselves yeah yeah yeah. and it's like you're and it's for some other purpose and they're cutting themselves and they're doing this whenever whatever happens and i feel like there is a spiritual version of that as well where we cut ourselves Mm. and damage ourselves and i just want to see how you could maybe speak to that and kind of wrap those two wow well give me a little bit more color when you say a spiritual version of cutting ourselves sure so like to cut yourself in a physical sense is you're literally destroying yourself like you could try to justify drinking and drugs because there are there are actual physical benefits to a proper drink or proper drug how they can help you out right but when you cut yourself that serves zero purpose other than this indication of this pain feels better than whatever other pain i'm hiding so in a spiritual sense of it how you could run from churches run from your pastors and the spiritual people who've been placed around you and are praying for you and you're cutting off the very thing that is helping you by destroying relationships intentionally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or doing things like as far as even just turning intentionally turning away from God because you don't want to face whatever God's trying to expose you to. That would, you know, I'm not you to be able to quite eloquate that. But to say a spiritual cut of yourself is almost like directly against God intentionally because you don't want to face God. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I could see that. So um, cutting and it's, it, it is something that's all the way back in the Bible. Right. Cutting is not a new phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's all the way back in your scriptures. The man was was cutting himself or even the prophets of Baal when he they yeah. were doing the thing against Elijah. That was one of the ways that they were trying to summons their God into action was cutting yeah. themselves and bleeding. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's actually a very in-depth conversation we can have. Yeah. And I don't want to belittle, belittle the point of that. There's a lot of people that use that. Right. And I'm not a, a, an expert in that. I, I've, I've experienced it. I remember the first time I saw it, I was in college mm-hmm. and it was a guy who went like, there was this couple you know, mm-hmm. we knew that they was one of the campus couples, right? They yeah, broke yeah, up yeah. I and mean, he was going through it. And I never forget. I saw he had scratches on his face and he had sat there with a small pen and scratched his face. Oh. And we, we were just like, man, homeboy is losing it. Right. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. you know, kids, man, Money you is just, tripping. yeah, exactly. Homeboy out here wilding out, man. Wild <laughs> right. out Wednesdays cutting his face. 
right? Nice. But but cutting a lot of times people do it for different reasons. They do yeah. it when they've become numb. You know, when life has dealt so many blows mm. that you want to feel something that you've gotten yeah. numb to bad news, bad news, bad news. And at a certain point, you get numb. Yeah. Your heart gets hard and cutting is a way of feeling something. Yeah. Sometimes cutting in the pain that it, you know, provides, distracts you from the deeper, darker pain yeah. that you may be dealing with. The depression, the anxiety or the real death blow that's been dealt to you. Mm hmm. So you cut your arm because that immediate pain at least will distract you from the more devastating pain that's out there. You know, some people cut to create scars that symbolize what they're going through in that moment. And all of these things, of course, we do in these moments spiritually, Mm -hmm. right, when it comes to what God is telling us. But the one thing that I want to encourage people who are running away from God and even one of the things I think is challenging about pain um, and, and we've been at it almost 30 minutes here, so we got to uh, yep. uh, head home. We promised we would try to make a quick episode for you guys. Yeah, yeah, once. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I didn't think the conversation was going to be this good. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing that I think is is challenging is is pain a lot of times draw, makes people run away from God because they say, how can a good God allow these bad mm-hmm. and painful things to happen? And I do want to say is... A, a, an appropriate and proper perspective on pain is important because pain, of course, tells you something is wrong. Something is broken. Something needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And you need to let pain be instructive to you mm. on what you need to do different, mm. what you need to do better, what you need to stop doing. Pain is a teacher and it's an important teacher. I read a quote that pleasure. There is no scar from pleasure. There's mm. no lasting mark. There's no. But. So 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 a lot of times we forget what brought us there, what took us there. Yeah. The pain leaves a mark, so it's very instructive and continues to teach once the long past the pain leaving. Yeah. Uh, uh so we want pain to be a teacher um and not a companion. Oh. You know, okay. it's not a friend, okay. it's a teacher. And you get in the wrong place when you use pain as a friend instead of an instructor. Yeah. It it it's not to be a companion. It's supposed to be uh, a teacher that you spend a season with until you graduate. Okay. Um, but then also I think it's important that you use pain as an instructor, but not a construct constructor. It doesn't okay. construct things. It only instructs. You go into a dark place when you use your pain to build. Oh, I see. I see. Like as go a ahead. motivator and how you're building your next relationships, because this person hurt me this way. You know, I'll never let somebody or because my parents, uh, you know, because I was poor, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, you don't want pain to be a builder. It's not. It's a teacher. But you build unhealthy relationships. You build an unhealthy uh, uh, perspective on money, your business. If pain is the motivator and driver of your man, builder. I, and there's so many people out here that do that. I know a whole company that runs their company on that. Can't do it. I, like that was how they motivated. Yeah. 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 They said you, because you don't, it's not it, because it's not consistently healthy. Like it might drive you, but when it comes down to making certain decisions, you won't necessarily make the right and healthy decision because you, you, when you're building, when you're growing, yeah. you must always have a noble, good purpose and a healthy purpose mm. in order to con- ensure that you will be, healthy 
and good all the way through when it comes to difficult crossroads and decision making. So that's the thing that I always try to tell people is let your pain instruct you, but you don't want it to be your why. And then you always got to know it's a teacher. It's only there for a season. You don't want to make friends with it. Mm. Um, and 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I could keep going there, but I, I'll, I'll stop. I, I do want to ask you then as to who we should use in the sense of the proper constructor. Because we said pain is an instructor, but not a constructor. And let's just go with like, what would you find is the proper constructor? Who would you define as that? What would be the best suit of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just sh- showing uh, that our time is, yeah. is, is you know, that we're spending with is, you know, with this is important. So, um, so, so really, and, and again, because all of these are, I think these are all their own separate podcasts, right? <laughs> could have, like yes. what things are appropriate motivators. But paint, neg- I am of the mindset, and there's people that would disagree with me, mm-hmm. but I'm, a, I'm of the mindset that negativity is never a good why mm-hmm. it motivates but it it, it does not sustain mm-hmm. healthy okay. like solving a problem fixing something building something you know bringing something into the world making people's lives better those mm-hmm. are the kinds of things that should actually motivate your build because this is going to help poor people or this is going to help people get to work faster or get mm-hmm. their work done right you want a healthy why uh-huh. as to you know why you're building your building because or building your okay. relationship so it could be a lot of different constructors but the key is that there are healthy they're healthy and they're healthy, positive positive they're gotcha. healthy and they're positive i i i am not one that su- subscribes because i believe those are short term mm-hmm. but then also when you come to crossroads it lends itself to making mm-hmm. bad decisions you'll take advantage of people you'll use negative bad accounting practices you'll steal you'll you'll not pay taxes you'll cut your product you know and, and false advertise yeah. with a negative yeah, yeah. is your why because it can agree but if a healthy, positive is your why, bad accounting practices, cutting your product, you know, cutting its quality or, you know, putting less in the bag than you said it was supposed to be in there. Those <laughs> don't agree with positive. Yeah. Yeah. Motivators and positive whys. Sounds like a better made bag of chips if I ever heard of Tell one. me about it. All right. So just then in closing, give us that spiritual takeaway. So one of the things I do want to encourage people to understand, too, is pain isn't is not an is not an indicator that God isn't good. Quite the opposite. Mm. So I do want to encourage people that may have gone through painful things, struggled with pain in their lives, and it made you question whether God is good. Mm. Pain does point to what's wrong, but it also points to what's good. See, our bodies, pain always says where we are, there's a place that's better. Okay. Pain always tells you that wherever you are, if you are in pain, yeah, that means there is a place that's better. Your mm. body, your if it's physical pain, yeah, that means something is out of joint and there is an alignment yeah. that's better than our current alignment. <laughs> pop, pop your yeah. ankle out of joint, the pain says we are misaligned. There is a better alignment. Right, right. Emotionally, right, right. if you are in a painful relationship, yeah, your emotions are telling you we are out of alignment. Yes, we are broken right now, but there actually yeah. is a better type of relationship Mm. if you're spiritually hurt and harmed yes it may have been a pastor or an abusive spiritual leader that caused that pain but the fact that you're hurting Mm. 
is your spirit telling you that there is a better alignment. Pain always is an indicator, not only Mm -hmm. that something is wrong, but if inherently, y'all need y'all to hear me, inherently, if something is wrong, that means something can be right. Mm. Wrong does not exist without right. And our bodies, our minds, and our spirits never know to cry out for something that doesn't exist. Now, I ain't going to wax philosophical and get too deep. Uh, but pain, we don't feel the pain of things we never knew existed. There's things uh-huh. rich people have that I'm not like suffering because I don't have. I don't even know it exists. Right, 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 right. If, you, if you're hurt by its absence, if you're hurt by what you have, that means better exists. And it's actually pain is one of the reasons we know God is real. Mm. Because this world has never been absent of pain. This world has never been absent of darkness, but the fact that we desire it tells us it's real. Mm. You never ask for something you not, that doesn't exist. Right, Even right. scientifically, if you want to look at us as is these evolved beings, we don't evolve to want things that aren't that don't exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pain always tells you, yes, something is wrong, but there is an inherent right, there is an inherent good to be sought. Right, so right, when right, you right. when you experience pain, it tells you God has a good. That is worth seeking and finding. And he put the desire for him. Isaiah calls him the desire of all nations. That's who God. He puts that desire for his good in us. So you may not have seen a healthy relationship growing up. But if your current relationship is causing you pain. Even if you've never seen good. Pain tells you there is good out there. Yeah, yeah. It is. You just got to find it. You got to seek it. And pain tells us that God's goodness is out there and our spirits, our hearts, our minds actually cry out for it even when we haven't met God yet. Mm. It's one of the things I tell people who are atheists because they're mad at God. How do you have the nerve to be mad at somebody that doesn't exist? You're mad because you have an expectation of him. He put that in you. And it actually just says you got to go find it. Like yeah. you, you shouldn't allow pain to make you stop your journey. Mm. Pain says, no, there's a good there's out a there. journey to be had. There's a good out. Absolutely. Mm. And it's a journey worth going on. And as we said earlier, when we open this, the deeper the pain, the deeper the good. So the, as bad as you've been hurt, that's what yeah. turns people off from God. No, how deep that pain is only says that there is an equal good that's out there for you to find. So don't let it turn you off from who God is. Pain points in both directions. It does tell you what's wrong and what needs to be fixed. Yeah. And you should use it to analyze and be instructed. But it also tells you that there is better. Yeah. Wherever you are hurting, it's your body telling you that there's a better way for us to be. Absolutely. So inherently, if there is wrong, right is on the other side of that. And our pain should drive us to seek God's right and righteousness. Mm, mm, mm. Man, oh man! Now, Doe, I like. I'm gonna have to start putting you in a box every week because that was fire on top of fire <laughs> in five seconds flat. Yeah, we had to cut to the chase yeah. today. I appreciate that, though. Everybody, thanks so much again. Remember, continue with the likes and the shares, the Apple Podcast, the five stars, the Spotify. That's the new podcast that's stealing up everybody. Get on Spotify if you're not on Apple Podcasts. Show us some love. Thanks. We'll see you guys soon. I appreciate you watching. Tell my man.